Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. All right. Welcome to the show. Love that funky music in the background. Yeah. So it should put you in a good mood, in a positive mood, and that's what I hope it does because today we're talking about positive mental attitude again. A lot of times I'll revisit a topic a couple weeks after I do an initial podcast because I either get questions about it or other thoughts pop up or maybe I forgot to say something in the original podcast. Again, you guys know I do a lot of these off the top of my head. So I'll research some things, I'll I'll read it, I'll have a study for you, whatever, but sometimes it's just off the top of my head, my feelings, and then I'm like, oh man, I forgot to say this. I don't want to go back and, and throw some stuff down. So I'm going to talk more about positive mental attitude and why it's important um, in just a second. But before I do that, I want to talk about some big things that are happening with the podcast. You guys heard me talk. If you listened to the last episode and stayed for the big announcement, the Up League Network. It's going to be a network of several different podcasts, all under the same channel. So if you've already subscribed to the Podbean or to the iTunes, nothing's going to change. You don't have to subscribe to another one. They're all going to be listed on that same platform. Now, I say this now, and I'm going to say this a lot over the next few podcasts and even on social media, because um, what what's going to happen is the Podbean will change over first, the name. So the graphics and the name will change over first, and then uh, iTunes will change over. So if it looks different, or if one looks different than the other, the content's going to be the same, nothing's going to change, you'll be able to get everything you want. It's just it's going to take a little while to change the logo and uh, name on iTunes. It just takes a little longer to do that. Um, and I want to tell people this up front so that they don't freak out when if something changes uh, and it looks different. Um, it's coming. And I'll announce it exactly when it's coming. That being said, the Podbean should be changing either probably tomorrow. Uh, I, I'm going to be working on it today. I don't know if it takes place immediately or if it's in one day, but it should be today or tomorrow. The logo will be different, and the name is going to be changed from Just Coaching the Coach to Up League Network. And again, it's going to be a network of like-minded fitness individuals that have a wide array of thoughts and topics and specializations or special interests in the fitness world. It could be marketing, could be CrossFit, could be um, just experiences in the gym. You know, whatever the case is, we want to we want to bring you guys more content. We've been really excited. I've been really excited about the amount of downloads and, and listenership that, that I've been able to grow and I'm extremely humbled and thankful for that and I want to I want to give you guys more and so I can't I can't do it all and we want to bring people who are specialized in certain areas so I can tell you right now I've got a marketing guru coming on and I'm excited about that I'll tell you more about that when I have the name for that podcast I don't want to say anything yet case it changes but that one is in the works but one has already been done and in the first intro episode already recorded and will be uploaded today and that is with our own Chelsea Woodruff her new podcast is called one track mind and she's going to be giving you some insight onto the mental toughness aspect of training 
sharing some personal stories from her running career uh, to how she you know, gets her clients over the hump. And not just from a straight motivation standpoint, but you know how to really mentally push yourself. The science behind the mental game. So I'm really excited about that. You guys have heard me talk about that before. That's something that impresses me about her, and I'm hoping you guys get the same as well. Now, on to the show. This is going to be a short one today, real short one, um, because I, I just had a kind of a loose end that I wanted to talk about. When we talked about positive mental attitude, we talked about how you know it, it fit in with the whole modeling thing, the the um, diffusion of innovation behavior change model that look, works really well with the trans theoretical model, which is why I love them both. And something I've been probably bringing up in every single podcast since I introduced that. And the thought is, I want to make sure that what gets out there is positive. The message is positive. And the reason you want to do that, obviously, is to positively influence your other people you work with or the, the people uh, you're training. And the thought for me is this. A lot of times we can be negative, right? And, and, and this, this modeling behavior that I've been talking about goes really well beyond just are we exercising and eating right like we're telling our clients to? Obviously, that it needs to start there. If we're not working hard and eating well and taking care of our bodies, how can we expect our clients to, right? So it starts there. But then the next step is, how are we carrying ourselves day in and day out? Everyone is going to have a bad day, and everyone's going to complain and bitch and moan every once in a while. That happens, and that's okay, right? No, no, no problems there. But where it can become a problem is when we have, you know, consistent complaining. Now, you've heard me talk about how I left, one of the reasons I left the high school years ago was because the teachers were complaining. Not the coaches, not the athletes, not the parents necessarily, um, but the, the teachers were complaining. And I would come home and I'd be like, oh my gosh, these teachers, they hate the students and that's the whole point of the job. And you know, it, it got me fired up, and my my ex-wife was like, um, "Well, you know, you're complaining right now too about them. It's the same thing. You're no different." I'm like, "Wow, she's right," because that their negative attitude was affecting me. Even though it didn't affect me there, I became negative at home, and so it had that influence on me. I still was positive about my job. I still was positive to my athletes and to the coaches and to the parents. And I still led by example there, but I came home and didn't lead by example at home. See, so it had an influence on me. And that, that was really profound. And I, I, I you know, and I, so profound that, okay, what do you do? I can either try to make a change there or I can change my environment. I changed my environment. I left. Not, not right away and not just because of that. I was offered a really good opportunity and it made sense and therefore I went with it. But... The point was, your surroundings and what you allow will set the tone. And so, for example, let me give you a purely hypothetical situation. If Chelsea and I here at the gym, if all we did was you know, moan and groan and complain about everything that goes on, then that's going to allow our trainers, Casey, Jeff, Tony, to moan and groan and complain. And then... When people come in, there's just this attitude of apathy and just kind of like, ugh, more work. Oh, I've got to go to work. Oh, I've got to do this. 
And again, that's not what we want. We don't want to be known as the gym that's kind of negative or down. or We don't want people to come into a, a situation where they don't know if we're going to be happy or if we're going to be in a bad mood. Obviously, we don't have to be bouncing off the walls. We've talked about the tone scale before. But what we do want to do is be consistent in how we... Uh, what we put forth in our demeanor. That positive mental attitude will be infectious. And again, in previous podcasts, I've, I've gone more into the science, quoted a few studies about that. That's not today. Today was just to kind of tie up a loose end there. And that is, if you want a certain outcome from your clients, you have to be the driver for that. If Chelsea and I want our gym to be a positive, encouraging, um, nurturing um, place for people coming for their fitness journey, we have to be that way to everybody, including our own employees. So when when clients leave and classes are gone, if we sit there and be like, oh my gosh, can you believe this happened today? Can you believe this person complained about that? Now, I'll tell you right now, fortunately that doesn't happen here. I'm glad that doesn't happen here. But it doesn't happen here because Chelsea and I make a concerted effort not to. Now, have we complained before? Yes. There have been times where Chelsea and I were complaining about this or that and other employees were around. And what did we do? We had to stop ourselves and then say, well, okay, yes, here's the benefit of the doubt here. This is why we, you know, we're complaining about this, but I actually work really hard. I'm just having a bad day. We had to reel ourselves in because it is easy to, to fall victim to that sometimes. But you... If you notice yourself doing it, stop and correct yourself in front of others so that people understand that you know it's okay to have those feelings. And it's okay to be like, oh man, today just sucks. But you move on, you don't let it drag you down, and you certainly don't let it affect your behavior moving forward. And that's hard to do, but again, if you want whatever it is that you want, you have to be the driver for that. So as a coach, as a leader, even if you're not a coach, if you have if you work with people and you want people around you to be positive, happy, and cheery, you better be positive, happy, and cheery. And you set the tone. And whenever there's a negative conversation going on, look at the bright side. It changes people's attitudes and you get more out of them. It really does. This music right here that I'm playing in the background, clearly not my style of music. You guys know that. But I'm digging it. It's giving me this upbeat I chose it out of the list of, quote, happy songs. So, uh, there you go. I'm trying to set the tone from the beginning. Now, one last little thing before I let you go. Like I said, I wanted to, today to get on and get off. Um, be short today. Last thing, social media. This is where it can be really challenging. Because we all consume social media. We all, you know, for entertainment reasons or for um, information. And you guys heard me say um, in, in the uh, uh, questions episode, a couple, couple episodes back, that I don't really get influenced by the social media from a information standpoint. In other words, I don't go on specifically looking for information. Now, I might learn something just by viewing something. Uh, there's certain, certainly I've watched some videos of other strength coaches and be like, oh, well, that's a great idea, or that's a great tip, I'm going to use that. Certainly I've learned things. Of course I have. But if I'm trying to put together a program about, you know, say training football players or training volleyball players or, or training a client who wants to lose 30 pounds, 
I'm not going to go on and search gurus or search other people's channels. Why? Because I have that education and that experience. I know what I'm doing and I'm confident what I'm doing. So nine times out of ten when I'm on social media, it's for entertainment. I want to be entertained. And a lot of times it's these call-out videos, right? And I love them. I really like them from an entertainment standpoint. And I think a lot of them are very entertaining, are somewhat positive uh, in nature, but they, they call out people who are giving misinformation out in the fitness world. And what happens, though, is that it, it does help shed light to the fact that some of these people are giving out misinformation that could potentially hurt someone or potentially ruin someone's motivation to be better in the gym or just fitness in general. They don't want to do it anymore because they had this bad experience. So they're trying to call these people out, put them on blast, and give them the opportunity to say, you know what, my bad, I'm sorry, I'll change, which has happened. And so that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. That's leading by example. But there's also a lot of things online where people are calling people out like, is he natural, is he not? Is he this or is he not? And you know, all of these different things can be online and, and, and have an effect on how you then treat your clients. In other words, if all you do is listen to these kind of videos or you know, watch this, then, then calling people out and pointing out faults in others becomes, you know, acceptable or becomes, oh, that's what, that's what the fitness people do, so I'm going to call out other people. So maybe you know people in town, oh, they don't do it very well over at that gym. I do it better over here. So you have to be careful on how you're influenced and then what you then transfer to your clients. So again, I'm not knocking these channels. I'm not not. I I listen to them. I watch them all the time. I like the entertainment value, and I like to see what some people say about others, and then I'll make my own informed decision. There's some there's some stuff going around, making the rounds now about a particular trainer that people are kind of dogging on. Whereas about six months ago they were lifting up. This guy's been around for for years, for over ten years. I've never really been a big fan. And for some reason, he gained some notoriety recently, some more notoriety. And But now people are really taking a di- deep dive into stuff and realizing it's not all that great. And there's some, some stuff behind it. And you know, my, my students, if you're listening, back in 2012, 13, 14, you heard me talk about this channel because a lot of you guys were listening to this channel and then bringing it to me saying, hey, wait, in class we learned this, but he's saying this. And then we were... <laughs> able to open up books and say, boom, here it is. So you have to be careful of what you say to your clients and you have to be careful of what you hear and what you consume, how you take that in and then convey that information out. And if this call out culture is getting you hyped up and you and you start calling other people out, then you need to make sure that if you're calling other people out that you're offering positive solutions. So for example, I've mentioned before, I feel that sometimes there are other people that that copy us. I mentioned the guy um, who I look up to immensely in the in the business, uh, John Schaefer. He got his name copied, his gym name copied. They they changed one letter, and they put a lot of money into SEO stuff. And now their gym gets the number one search spot, even though he's been around for 10, 15 years and has written books and articles and had been hugely impactful in the strength and conditioning world. And people are are just piggybacking off of his success. Well, rather than go after him and say, no, this guy's a chump. This guy's an idiot. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's an idiot. He's dumb. He's stupid. 
this guy may be a great trainer, but it was kind of a shady tactic, right? So what does he do instead? He doubles down. This is John. He doubles down. He reforms and regroups and comes out with an even better product. Villain 6, it's coming out soon. I'll, you know, you guys can go check it out. But he's teaming up with other guys, other, other people in the area, and he's putting out an even bigger, badder program. And A, I'm excited about it, for one, um, personally. But, but B, um, he didn't let... Basically, he's saying, look, someone's going to copy me? Fine, let them copy me. I'm always one step ahead. And if you want to copy me, if you want to do something, this is what you need to be doing. You need to be constantly innovating and, and, and reinvigorating uh, your own business. So the point is, for all of this, is if you are a trainer, a coach, anything like that, and you want to have influence, make sure it's a positive influence. And if you're listening to a lot of content, a lot of negative stuff online, or a lot of call-out stuff online, that's fine. It's fun. It's, it's informative. And sometimes it can be helpful to the right person. Right, but you can't get caught up in that yourself as a trainer. You can't start calling other people out. And if you have critiques of other people, offer a solution. Be positive. If you're going to call someone out, just assume that they just don't know better. And if you do know better, offer a solution. Right? Because what that does is that makes you look like, okay, look, you are not just being sour grapes about it. You're saying, hey, look, I noticed you're not doing this great. Here's a better way of saying it. And that's what a lot of those people do online. You know, a lot of people will say, hey, instead of this, all they could have said is A, B, and C, and things would have been different. And that's that's one thing I like about a lot of those people. But, but the idea is you want to set that tone. And only you can set the tone for how your business or your interactions go by your attitude. It's the golden rule. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So hopefully that energizes you, pumps you up, gets you thinking positively. How are you going to treat other people positively? And what are you going to do to get people fired up and ready to go? Have a good one.